0: This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Hello, and welcome to Business Wise with your host, John Estefanos. John is a licensed attorney in California, a real estate broker, and a serial entrepreneur. His goal is to educate and inspire business owners and entrepreneurs everywhere to achieve their dreams and set up their business to achieve the most success possible.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Business Wise. I'm your host, John. How are you guys doing? I'm very excited to be here talking to you guys Um, I hope your year is starting off the way you want it to, uh, want it to, sorry, and that uh, everything is going well for you guys. Uh, For me, I've been very, very busy. Things are hectic. Uh, I forgot to mention on the last episode that my mom fell and fractured her hip on Christmas Day. It was right on Christmas Day, December 25th. Uh, Ended up staying with her in the ER all day, went home um, probably around 1 a.m., so uh, 12 hours, but uh, they had admitted her, and she had surgery the next day, and from surgery, she went to rehab, and um, I've been uh, seeing her every day, going to her rehab sessions, uh, doing everything I can to be there for her and uh, take care of her. Uh, But it's uh, the good news is she's doing well, and uh, she is coming out this Tuesday. So just in a couple of days, she'll be out. Um, She'll still have a lot of work to do, uh, rehab at home and all that stuff. But uh, it will still be better than actually being at the rehab facility. But that's kind of been, uh, I forgot to tell you guys that last time. But uh, yeah, that's uh, been an, an added load on me on top of my already crazy uh, workload. So, um, today we are going to discuss how to purchase an existing business for those of you looking to do that. So, basically, I will discuss the steps you need to take to ensure that you successfully purchase a business and not just waste time looking and or making offers on businesses that you can't execute on so I want to talk just a little bit about that there's people that search for um or say they want to buy a business or search for a business and they do that for like 2 years without really executing on anything and um I don't want you to be one of those people so I think it's it's two main things you got to be um and we're going to you know <coughs> sorry we're going to hit hard on these two th- things, but i 'll tell you what the issues are. Number one is people really don 't know what type of business they want to get into they just want they just think they know or they they are telling themselves that I just want to be in business okay um, and then the other thing is you know they don 't really have the the financing or the financial means to be able to buy a business so again you and we 're going to discuss that right now um, Those are two things that you're going to have to really, really uh, come to terms with. And once that happens, um, then it makes finding that business uh, much easier. So um, I'm going to again, we're going to dive right in and we're going to talk about um, what it takes. So um, and I have it as, you know, the first thing is it's very important that you decide what type of business you want to purchase. What, and, and what I will tell you is um, try to get into something you enjoy doing or something that you understand and do well. For example, I mean, if you love cooking and if you love food and if you know a lot about food and restaurants, then purchasing a restaurant might be the right thing for you. And I remember in our uh, early episodes, we discussed um, doing something you have passion for, because I'll tell you what. Um, you got to have that passion because that passion, okay, um, is, is going to weather out the storms that you will encounter. And trust me, um, all business owners encounter similar storms. So that's why it's very important that you don't do just something just for the money. It's got to be the money and because you love doing it because, um, um, you may not make money and you may not make money the first year or second year or, you know, you may not make, you might, you might make money, but just not as much as you would uh, like to make or what you thought you would make. So um, doing something you're passionate about really helps and it, it you know, it it, it um, definitely um, assists in weathering out all the storms you will encounter. So um, that's why it's very important to know what is it that I want to get into business uh, for. And um, then it will help you uh, during your search. The next thing is you have to figure out, um, it's very important to figure out and decide on how much money you want to spend on this business. Are you looking to spend 50000 a 100000 300000 Seven million dollars i mean if you if you look at any of these sites that offer businesses for sale, and there's so many of them there is businesses out there for five seven, ten million dollars um I've done you know transactions on sale of business for twenty million dollars, so what's your budget? What do you have in mind? How much do you want to spend and I'm not saying, look, hey, you have to have you know if you're looking to buy a business for. Three hundred thousand. You have to have all three hundred thousand in cash. We're gonna talk about that right now, but you do need to have some capital. You do need to have some capital, and we're gonna talk about why you need to have some capital in just a bit. So again, um, understanding that is very important because look, if 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 all you can do uh, between your money and getting a loan from the bank is two hundred grand, then then you don't look at anything over $200,000, right? That would just be wasting time because you're not going to be able to pull it off. Um, So that's why it's very important to know how much you can actually afford and spend. Um, And then if you're gonna obtain financing, look, if you have the cash, good for you. You can afford it all in cash. You know, what I'm about to say Uh, over the next 10 minutes really won't apply to you, but you should listen anyways in case you do need to get financing, right? And this, what I'm about to tell you right now will prepare you for what to expect from a bank. This is kind of general, but it will assist you big time. So the first thing that a bank will want to do or put you through or uh, require is that you must have good credit. You individually, as the borrower, must have good credit because lenders and banks um, don't lend to those who are not creditworthy. Okay? It's the same thing like if you were getting a house or a car, you need good credit, correct? So it's no different here. You must have good credit. Um, the next thing the bank is going to request and or demand and or... Um, inquire about is you must have tax returns that will reflect your ability uh, that reflects your ability to earn money. Uh, if you have not been earning a good wage, um, th- that just will not make sense uh, to the bank. So, in other words, look the 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 bank wants to know are are you generating money today? Because if you're not generating money today, what makes me think? That by me financing this business for you, you are all of a sudden going to be profitable and start making money. And, um, you know, that's just how they look at it. Okay, there's there's no other way. Um, So the bank will want to look at your tax returns. And probably they'll ask you for a personal financial statement. We've discussed personal financial statements. It's this document that where you list all the assets you own, all the liabilities, how much money you have. Um, and assets can be those things that are tangible, like real estate, or you know, or liquid assets, um, uh, cars. Um, um it, it's basically the bank's way of knowing how much you are really worth. And, uh, the lender wants to make sure that if you purchase the business, you will have enough money to, um, you know, um, be able to manage the business and its operations. That's why they want to know how much money you have. Um, because if you have a hundred grand, um, you know, um, they, they want to know that you're not going to put it all in this business and then be very dry and, um, you know, not have money to spend on this business. So a bank is probably gonna say, look, you know what, you have a hundred thousand, we, we we put fifty thousand, okay? But the business you're buying is a hundred and, and you know, a hundred grand, so we'll give you fifty. You put fifty down and you might have another fifty left over to run the business. That may or may not make sense to the bank. There's other factors that we'll discuss too, but that's kind of the idea. I'm giving you an overall idea of how They look at things and why does a bank want to make sure you have actually liquid assets, which is a fancy word for cash. The other thing they'll look at is the tax returns for the business you are purchasing. Okay, that will be a deciding factor. Uh, The bank will want to look at the tax returns to see if the business you are purchasing is profitable. Um, banks don't lend money on businesses that are struggling or losing money. It's simple. If the business is losing, there's no way the, the bank can get uh, repaid their, their money back or their loan. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense. Again, so the business you're buying must have good tax returns if you expect to get money from the bank. And it must be clear that, that it's a profitable business. Otherwise, the bank is not going to give you a dime on it. You might be very excited about this business because you see opportunity. Remember, banks don't lend on opportunity. Please remember that. Whoever tells you banks lend on opportunity is crazy. They will take in into consideration projections, what the five next years will look like, But there's got to be a good starting base at that present moment. And then they will listen to what the projections over the next three or five years um, will be. But if there is no good solid foundation at the present moment, you can tell them whatever you want to tell them about how the next five years are going to be so glamorous and profitable. They just will not give a damn. Believe me. Folks, I want to tell you something. I've been through this process with clients. Remember my, um, you know, earlier careers uh, being a real estate broker, mortgage broker. I've sold businesses. I was a business broker. I've sold businesses. I've helped clients, purchase businesses, I've done business loans, I've done SBA loans, you name it, I did it. That's why I'm giving you this opportunity to hear from someone like me that has done it so that I tell you the truth and that I don't sell you any BS. That's not what I'm here to do. And that's kind of... you know, all this experience, that's what led me to this podcast. I want to just share what I know with you guys, because I know how difficult it is. I really do. I really do. I'm one lucky guy, because I know what I know. Okay? Yes, I've put in the time and the years and a lot of tears and sweat, but I'm still very, very, very lucky that I know what I know. So again, Banks want to look at the tax returns for that business you are buying. So the first thing you should tell a a seller is, hey, how do your tax returns look? Because I'm getting a loan. And if your tax returns are crappy and you're one of those business owners who thinks it's cute to lose year after year after year, I'm not going to be able to purchase your business. And there's a lot of those businesses out there. There's people that have owned the business for 10 years and for 10 years they've been losing. And whether that's true or not, it, it, it doesn't matter right now. What we're talking about is the bank, okay? So even if it's not true that they're losing, the bank is going to think it's true because that's what is in front of the bank's face, Okay, so make sure if you're getting a loan on a business, you buy a business that has profitable tax returns. The next thing is your um, your resume will come into play. Yes, your resume, meaning your experience as it relates to that business you're purchasing will come into play. Using the restaurant example, if you are going to purchase a restaurant, then... Um, The bank wants to know that you've managed a restaurant before or you were a cook at a restaurant before or you've spent your years in restaurants and, and then they will feel comfortable lending money to you because they know that if they give a business, if they lend money on a business to someone who doesn't have the experience to be in that business, what do you think is going to happen? That business is going to fail, okay? It's got probably a 99% chance of failure. And banks don't, banks want security. They want to know. Um, They want to know that if they give you money on this restaurant, you are some kind of cook. You've managed one before. You have experience working in restaurants. So be prepared to, um, um, you know, have your uh, work experience uh questioned and be prepared to submit a resume to the bank. So if they ask you for that, um, you know, don't be shocked. Um, you, now you know why they're asking and be ready to be able to talk about it and tell them in exact details what you've done in the past. Um, the next thing is... Uh, a bank will also take into consideration the nature of the business being purchased, okay? So banks like some businesses more than others, okay? You have to know that, okay? Um, for example, um, based on my experience and, and, and what I've seen and the loans that I've done. Sorry, I have to get a drink of water. What I've uh, based on the loans I've, uh, you know, I've done, banks don't like restaurants. Why? Too many of them. Very, very high competition. Okay, um, you'll see that restaurants frequently open, and six months later they close. Uh, restaurants also tend to be victims of high rent. Okay, um, vi- you know this happens a lot. Good restaurant, good operator, the guy signed the lease and is paying rent way over his you know, way over what he's supposed to, therefore he can never be profitable, therefore he has to shut down. And why does a rest, why are restaurants victims of high rent always? Because restaurants are constantly, constantly seeking those spaces and high traffic areas. And When you do that, that means you are going to pay top dollar for rent. And um, there's just no other way about this. So that's why restaurants tend to be uh, very, very risky. Also, restaurants tend to be risky because there's a lot of waste in that business, right? Um, You know... You could have employees wasting food every day, and that could be three to four thousand dollars a month um, in, in, in lost money. Another thing for restaurants is that, and again, we're just picking on restaurants right now as an example. I'm telling you how a bank will vet a business in terms of whether or not it's risky or not. The other thing is in restaurants, restaurants tend to be victim to high. Um labor and payroll. It takes a lot of employees um to uh sometimes operate a restaurant. Now, let's compare that to you know I just helped uh you know, a dentist, a young dentist right now. I represented him. I was his counsel, his attorney. He was buying a dental practice. And the bank he was using was just dying to give him the loan. And when I say dying, I mean they were really, really excited to give him money. Okay? Why? Because he's a dentist. He's not bound by the whole... He doesn't have waste like the restaurant example. He doesn't have high payroll costs because he's going to work the business and he can do a lot himself. That's different from our restaurant example. He's found a space because I reviewed his lease. His rent is only $2,500 a month. So he's not a victim or he's not subject to this high rent like restaurants because in his case, he's not seeking an area with high foot traffic, okay? he He's... Has a way of how he's going to get business through insurance and all that. So it doesn't really matter that he's in a high uh, traffic area, okay? And he's, you know, um, he's buying the charts too for the business. So he's, you know, whether or not he's in a a high traffic area, foot traffic, doesn't really matter, okay? You see, (coughs) excuse me. You see now the comparisons of the two businesses how one tends looks like it's very high risk and one looks like low risk okay everything has risk but the bank I'm letting you know this so in case you you know you find this out later on you're not sure. so banks will take into consideration the nature of the business, and assess risk. And again, if you hear that, you see that, don't be shocked. They will do that all the time. So now you can start to see that obtaining financing to purchase a business is not an easy task. The bank takes into consideration your financial health, your credit, your experience, okay? And the financial health of the business and the nature of the business, okay? So Most of the time, you have to have all of these things and not one of these items can be lacking or missing. And this is true. This is true. Banks will want to almost check the box on all of these items. And so you really have to become, uh, you have to come in to the bank well prepared. And that's part of the, you know, that's. That's the only reason why I'm having this discussion with you guys. I want you to be prepared. I want you to know what you're going up against um, so um again um, this is what you're this is what you're facing, and um if you do decide to get a loan, now you kind of know what you need to do and um again, I always say it's a good idea that. If you buy a business on the first, very first time, you try to buy that business with, um, you know, with money that you already have, so that way you're not getting a loan, and then perhaps once you build the experience and make a little bit more money, then you can leverage, use the bank to obtain a loan to maybe open up the second location or open up um, another business. Um, I think that's it for today. Um, In our next episode, I'm going to uh, talk to you guys, since we're on this business topic, about um, how much should you pay for a business and what factors uh, you should take into consideration to help you determine the value of your business. So again, I'm going to kind of give you Kind of an idea, or discuss some factors to take into consideration um, when purchasing a business, so that way you can determine whether you're not whether or not you're you know you are underpaying, overpaying for that business. I think it's uh, good to know that. I think that's it for today. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and rate. Follow me on Instagram at BusinessWisePodcast and let me know any topics you would like discussed.
0: This podcast is for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there is no attorney-client relationship between you and the host of the show. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state.